What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dangerous World Podcast. As you can see, episode 400 is not the South Park episode like I had intended, but I've got a really good substitute for that. The South Park's coming next week. I just needed a little more time to get that together, lots of audio clips and whatnot, and I realized I need to plan my schedule a lot better uh, than I have been in the past. So that'll be next week's, I promise, guarantee it. And uh, excited to to share kind of some of my theories and some of the stuff that I find in South Park. I quote it every damn episode, so you get a lot of it already. But that'll be a fun one. This episode uh, is a great replacement for it, though. Got Julia from the Cosmic Peach. We did uh, kind of a dark internet mystery, uh, folklore type stuff surrounding the internet. And uh, I saved a really, really interesting one for the last one that I read. Of course, it is in the Patreon uh, it was kind of intended, okay? But there's some wild stuff that goes on online, and especially in the old days when it was less regulated, right? So we're getting a lot of censorship online right now, and, uh, you know, there's some crazy stories, especially for some of you younger people out there that were kind of born when the internet was already a thing. It's definitely some crazy shit. So uh, stay tuned, listen to the whole thing. You'll enjoy it. There is a video component to this episode if you're a $5 member on my Patreon. I don't know how Julia's gonna do it. I know we're running it kind of the same. Um, you might wanna wait around and, until she posts it to see, you know, he, she might give you a better value. But uh, either way, the video, if you're already a Patreon member, that's the way to go because there's a lot of visuals, especially with the first couple sites and uh, just a fun time. So check out her work. I think she plugs her po- her uh, website here in the beginning, CosmicPeachPodcast.com. She's got merch there. I think she's got her RSS feed. I know she's got her most recent episode uh, where you can just listen to it right off her website. That's a great way to support shows, right, by listening on their site rather than on Apple or wherever else you listen. And um, if you want to support me, you know how to do it. On DangerousWorldPodcast.com, I fixed the soap. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, we've been doing the conspiracy soap. It's a brand new thing, kind of a fun, you know, admittedly gimmicky thing, just meant to be a fun, fun sort of deal. Wanted to make sure it was up before Christmas because these things are going to be great stocking stuffers. But domestically in the U.S. here, it is $5 to ship, whether you get one bar or whether you get all four. There is a package with all four, the Invasion scent, the New World Order scent, the Bigfoot bait, and the MK Ultra. Okay, you're going to like these graphics on these soaps. They're dope. So um, I recommend getting the four the four bars, the value pack there. Uh, you're saving on shipping and you're saving, uh, you know, per bar cost. So check it out once you get it you're gonna like more so don't be afraid oh i'm gonna use one bar and not like the other three you're gonna like all of them okay especially you got a lady in your life that mk ultra scent is gonna be real nice for her it's more feminine admittedly but enough plugging here because i know that uh you know we kind of bullshit at the beginning of this episode and then we get into some really dark internet shit and the patrons are in for a treat with the last story It starts off dark and then it ends kind of nice, I guess, as nice as it could end. So I appreciate you guys listening. And without me rambling on, just enjoy this show. And big, big thanks to Julia and the Cosmic Peach podcast. Here we go.
have this devotion to truth. Everybody has questions that aren't being answered. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode here and doing something a little different here. You know, I don't have too many guests on. Did you get that in time? We can restart. Yeah. Oh, I think I did. You can restart it though. Sorry. Okay. No, no, you're good. It just popped up like late. Okay. Well, take two. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. I'm not going to just say dangerous world here because I have a nice guest on. We're doing a little swap cast of sorts. You know, I don't do these too often these days. Um, I don't know if this happens with you, Julia. By the way, Julia from Cosmic Peach. I mean, you guys know who this lady is. She does a great job. And uh, Hello. Yeah, I'm excited to do this. You know, we, we haven't talked in a little while, and it's kind of nice to have guests on every once in a while. But I don't know if this happens with you where your audience kind of holds you accountable for what your guests say. Does that ever happen to you? Unfortunately, yes, which is why I don't have um, random people come on. I usually, if I have a guest on, it's someone that I have been impressed with in the past, such as yourself. Oh, I'm honored. And um, I trust that they're going to come to some type of a conclusion that is uh, within reason. Um, So, yeah, I'm very selective. Yeah, no, I mean, it's kind of the way to be, especially like this show it's essentially it turns into your baby after a little while and you want to grow it and you don't want to like discredit yourself and you don't want to like alienate your audience if you got like you know mm-hmm. a certain group of the population that listens to you and then you got somebody on there that's just going to throw them in the mud it's like oh, let's not do this you know what i mean so i i hear where you're at there but for my audience which like i said they should be familiar with you you know we've worked together like four or five times at this point uh this should be a pretty fun episode and we'll get into what it's about later obviously my audience is going to know what it is because of the title of the show but plug your stuff talk about like what you're doing uh, anything new that's going on with you and uh i know that you got on uh, tinfoil hat recently which is cool for you um so yeah talk about what you're up to yeah so tinfoil hat um has uh, definitely brought some new ears over to the Cosmic Peach podcast. It's been uh, bountiful, which I really appreciate because um, obviously I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't have a passion behind it. And I love when people reach out and say, you blew my mind. I never would have thought about that. Or um, just uh, I love when um, new listeners come over and um, keeping it real with the uh, conspiracies, the paranormal. Uh, I recently went to a a haunted castle in Cleveland and did a a tour and it was really fun. So yeah, I just, I'm just trying to keep it uh, informational, but also kind of funny and lighthearted in some episodes. But uh, yeah, I think this is actually going to be a really fun episode too. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep it entertaining. That's the whole thing. Like you can sit here and read off a fucking sheet of paper and then, you know, you got some great information, but everyone's going to be like, let's see, who's this robot I'm listening to? You gotta, <laughs> right. you gotta be fun. So, and, and I'm going to actually steal your idea right now. You mentioned this earlier. What are you drinking? I know this was your thing, but I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited because, you know, I got a passion for booze. Yeah, I do, too. That's why we get along so well. So um, let's uh, just start off the episode by saying what uh, beverages we're having tonight in honor of our episode. I have Living Jewel Sake tonight. It is 10% alcohol, and I'm very excited. (laughs) Um, But Ryan, what are you sipping on over there? 
I'm just drinking plain old tequila, Hornitos. I got a little bottle with Hornitos. Hornitos is nice. I like the Reposado. The Plata is kind of nice. It's a little uh, little grosser, though, than the Reposado. But is that stuff, because sake is usually clear. And when you hold it up, it looks like a white Russian or something. Is this like a, like yeah. a sweet sake or something? So it is a rice type of liquor slash wine. Uh, the cloudy color comes from the rice, actually. It's, this one is a little more dense than a lot of them are. Some are like heavily filtered, which gives right. them that clear appearance. But this one, not so much. So it is cloudy, but it it's very smooth. It's the type of drunk that like gradually creeps in on you. And then uh, mild hangovers. So win-win. Um, tequila, kind of a different story, but are you a salt and lime kind of guy or? Uh, no, we call those training wheels over here in Arizona. <laughs> so we don't, we don't use training wheels. We just go for it. I, I throw it on ice though. I'm not that hard. I'm not a 80 year old Mexican man. That's been drinking it for 80 years. Cause Mexicans yeah. start early, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's something that is new to me because I'm doing this low carb thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, my dad had, I don't know if you heard he had open heart surgery recently and it was, you know, it went really well for him, but this is going to happen to me when I get older, if I don't change my habits. So I'm trying to, you know, be healthier, exercise more and all that shit. And my sister actually told me that tequila has zero carbs. So going for, for tequila rather than like beer and shit like that. But I'll grade it like a nine out of as far as like tequilas go. I like Cornitos. It's affordable. Uh, yeah. I got to ask you what you grade this sake. I don't know if you drink sake too often, but like how would you grade it as far as like other drinks that you might be having? I would grade it nine out of ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, as no, far I'm... as sake goes, there are some that are, like you said, clear that are a little, um, they have a bite to them, right, right. <laughs> let's just say. And some are served warm. Yeah, so those are nice for like maybe fall, winter, but it's like a hundred degrees here today, and I'm drinking some chilled right. sake. And um, as far as tequila goes, actually, I'm I'm more of a Don Julio type okay. of gal. Look, um, and weird. I do also like uh, there's one that's kind of like mid shelf. I can't think of the name of it, but I am a salt and lime kind of gal Fine. too. That's fine. It's nice. It does slide down a little easier when you got the the training wheels there. But hey, to each his own. I don't know. You know, the the topic for this episode here that we that we wanted to get into, right? You you reached out. You said like, hey, let's do something. Let's you know have some fun with some kind of episode here, right? Um, how would you call it? Would you would you say it's an iceberg or how are we going to address it? Because I would kind of see it as like at least the way that I looked into it. We haven't shared any of our information, so we're kind of going into this blind here. But I would kind of see it as like either internet urban legends or just internet mysteries or something. But how would you kind of like, like, where would you qualify this episode here? Um, I think it's interesting that they're using the term iceberg because, um, oh, and before we get started, Ryan, I mean, come on, man. Cheers. Oh, cheers. cheers. Yeah, of course. I'm so rude. Yeah, I love that IHOP mug. <laughs> I stole it. I got a Waffle House one, too. Hmm. <laughs> What a champ. Okay. So I think it's interesting that they use the term iceberg because for me, when I think of an iceberg, I think of some blatantly obvious stuff on the surface. And then you go deeper and deeper and deeper and you find like more um, hidden things. But a lot of the stuff that I found is kind of already talked about or known about. And it's just controversial. 
Right, Not right. so much that it's a big secret or a mystery. Some of it is, but it's like two girls, one cup, let's say, for example. Right, right. That's not an iceberg, in my opinion. It's just really controversial. So I think that the way that they do it, as far as like why two girls, one cup, I'm assuming this would be on the top tier, right? Like the, the <laughs> surface level stuff. It's because people know about this stuff, right? Now, I'm sure that you've heard of Cicada 3301, right? This is one of these ones that is on the top level of this separate iceberg that I was looking into. Um, I'm not going to ask you your age, but were you around when Rotten.com was a thing? Um, I'm a 94 baby, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah, yeah, you should have been. Did you ever go to it? Uh, no, I didn't get a computer actually until I was like almost in high school. Uh And at that point I was still worried about my, MySpace top 10. So top eight, top eight, top eight. Okay. And I wasn't really like getting too crazy with it, but I knew it was around. Okay. Yeah. So rotten.com, this isn't one of my things that I wanted to talk about, but like, this is kind of like internet iceberg entry level shit to me where it like, it would show pictures of dead bodies, mm-hmm. um, graphic shit, like people getting ran over by trains, uh, beheading videos, all that kind of stuff. The internet was the wild west when we were in middle school and high school. And, um, now it's getting really heavily censored and it might get more and more censored. So some of this stuff to me is just interesting. And I have a huge passion for these freaking icebergs. They're incredible. There's stuff about nostalgia. There's stuff about basically anything that you want to look into. If you have any kind of passion or interest, and then you just type that in on the internet and then hit iceberg after it, there is something breaking down your interest. And if you say that you're an aficionado and whatever that topic is, you better know the bottom level shit, right? I mean, like, that's kind of how I see it. Have you messed around with these at all? Have you looked into them before we get into this whole internet one? Um, A couple of them. Um, just because of other research that I had been doing at the time, uh, a couple were new to me and something like red rooms, right, right. for, for example, I think a lot of people kind of know about the red rooms. I wouldn't recommend anyone listening to this podcast, go and type in random websites like that though, because your computer will like fry itself. Um, but some of the stuff on like the lowest of the lowest, what they call Mariana's web, the Mariana's trench of the dark web, like some of that shit. Um, I, I don't even want to click or like search because I think that it's going to like kill my computer, but there are some, like you said, surface level ones that I had actually heard about before. Um, there's one that was like Kate, E K M A dot G A. Okay. Are, were you familiar with that one at all? No, but going out on a limb, I'm going to say uh, it has something to do with 4chan because they were referencing that a lot with uh, Pepe the Frog, which, you know, the, the crazy like time warp that we were in with Trump. Everyone learned about 4chan back then. You know what I mean? It almost and seemed like Trump was a fucking, and, yeah, Acoon, right. all those different ones. It seemed like Trump was like in, in like a shareholder in 4chan or something because it was just talked about so much. It but was fucking weird, too. It because, wild. And um, now we're just back, like we're on the other, the pendulum swung back to the other side. And now we're just in like full retard land. So it's insane. <laughs> but explain this to me just so that, uh, you know, I don't step on that there. Well, it was one of those ones that would show like 
mutilation of dogs and just really like just gut-wrenching stuff but it was kind of more of a specialty one as far as like a fetish site where it did a lot of like infant gore what yeah wow okay well Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know if we're gonna get that dark here i've got some some pretty dark shit but i don't think it gets much darker than infant gore that's awful stuff think about that like if you if you're really breaking this down you know some people are embarrassed to say like i have a foot fetish or something like that which is totally like who gives a shit really if you have a foot fetish but when you're fetishizing things like mutilation of of animals or babies or so or you want to watch like abortion type of footage or like see babies in sacks or like whatever it is that they're showing i would consider that like part of the dark web like weird shit that absolutely people are able to find yeah it's disgusting and and, and it makes you wonder now it's, it's actually a really interesting segue which we're going to get into this later with you know we were kind of talking a little bit beforehand i have this one of these that is my absolute favorite and it will make you kind of reconsider and kind of question what these people's motives is when they post things like that not the gore stuff with with infants but like CP stuff, child porn, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's something that I saw that was incredibly interesting when it came to this. And now this is not me obviously advocating for this kind of shit, right? Like I'm not, I'm not one of these sick fucks. But right. there is something really incredibly interesting. And it almost gives you a little bit of hope when some of these sites get discovered. And you're like, okay, well, maybe hopefully something like what I'm about to share later is actually going on with it but what do you say we jump into it i mean uh let's go you're the lady i'll let you decide if you want to go first or if you want me to go first and uh i'm gonna start with my second favorite one because i'm saving my favorite to the end i'm saving my favorite to the end as well um i will go ahead and go first um so this one is super like tippity top of the iceberg anybody can google it and find this website and i have talked about it before but it's dreams time um if you want to pull it up it's like a real basic website you mind allowing me to share screen you are the host oh yeah absolutely hang on just a second dreamstime.com or dot yeah dreamstime.com see what this is let's see what this is oh does it generate like ai generates dreams for you (laughs) it's kind of like a getty images okay got it pulled up here you see that yes i can so let's just take it from the top huh brian um let's look at the uh i in dreams time right does it remind you of anything specifically i think that the answer is pedophile symbol is that what we're going for here yes um <laughs> yeah the it's- spiral yeah, it stood out to me right off the top because actually I found the Dreams Time website by searching for pictures of the pyramids of Giza. And like all the best pictures of the pyramid of Giza had this Dreams Time logo on it. Mm. And then when I came to the website, like that, the eye with the little magnifying glass is kind right. of interesting. Um, but if, if you just kind of search some of their stock images you'll find that they have like weird um pictures of adolescent 
girls in bathing suits and provocative poses. And like, it's interesting to me that you could go on a website like this and find something of that nature. That could be, that's not porn per se, but like you said yourself, it's provocative. It would get somebody that's a pervert off for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to ask you, do they always have this white horse here? It changes, but um, there was also someone who like owns stock in Dreams Time that seemed a little suspicious to me. I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head, but they have pictures like it says here, you know, of pretty much anything that you wanted to search and find. But when I just typed in like kids at the beach or like something like that. It was it was kids at the beach, but then it kind of the further down you scrolled was like kids posing erotically on the beach. And yeah, it just seemed right odd to me or like kids in the bathtub or it just for it to be so easily accessible. Um, and this is not one of my top contenders or anything, right, but right. I found it to be interesting especially with their logo. Yeah, yeah. If you're anytime that you're mixing kids and spirals in any kind of thing, it's going to drive conspiratorially minded people crazy, right? I mean, this is I don't think that there's mm-hmm. much of a stretch here. But yeah, like you said, it's not it's not absolutely damning. This isn't like uh did you look into anybody like the people that started the company or anything like that? Um it's easily um Googleable, I guess you'd say, you know, they're not trying to like keep anything secretive, right, but right. I do think that I can't remember who it was because I just I jotted some notes down really quickly, but it was interesting that they are like a million dollar, billion dollar company, and it, it's just odd, kind of like uh, a lot of the conspiracies around Getty yeah. images. Right, right, right. They also would have stock images of kind of more provocative type of things. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, this kind of stuff is, it's uneasy when you start talking about it. I mean, on the surface level, you look at it, it's like, yeah, it's nothing. It's a stock photo thing, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, yeah, you can get dark with this stuff real quick, I think, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, good, good introduction to this whole thing. Because it's going to we're just deeper. easing them in, just dipping our toe in the water. Dipping what is toes. your first one, Brian? So let me pull this up. This is, uh, I think this is good too, because we are doing the Patreons on both of our accounts so we can actually share uh, the images and things here. But there's this website called 973 at Nama973. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Okay, this is super fucking weird. And essentially what it is, there's whoever discovered that this was a thing and started exposing it to people. There's, you know, a hundred thousand pages at least. And then, you know, even like the same amount of links uh, or more on this page, just tons and tons and tons, maybe millions at this point, because the research that I was looking at was a few years old, millions of links and pages on this site. And no one's a hundred percent sure about what it is. But I will show you what the site looks like, first of all, and then we can kind of uh, delve into it a little bit more because there's a lot of gematria. There's a lot of complex math problems. Okay, yeah. It's wild. A lot of these things add up to nine. A lot of the problems, there'll be massively long problems. 
And then the answer to it will be nine. And there was a person that ended up, you know, getting onto the site, trying to figure out what was going on, asked somebody. And the person replied, basically saying that we're trying to show you who God is through this website. We're trying to expose to the world what God is. And since nine is the closest number that we have to God, that's why you see so many nines, blah, blah, blah. Interesting. So, Three, six, nine, like the the Tesla thing. Exactly. That's that's something okay. that I had marked down here, too. So I'll share this. And the homepage right away is something that people that are like familiar with magic and shit would recognize, right? It's the abracadabra okay. triangle um, broken down. You start with abracadabra, you remove a letter and you recenter it and you get down to just a single A, uh, if people can see that there. Now. What's wild is you don't really know where the links are on the site when you first look at it. But this was the first link that I found amaze in kind of like amazing, but there's like a maze inside of this. Now these spirals right here, do you notice what those are? I remember the, the website is called nine, seven, three. Like mandalas. Well, yeah, but they're made out of the nine, the seven and the three here. Do you see? Uh -huh. Nice. Weird. Nothing too incriminating yet, but let's click on one. And you get into some more of this shit. Very, very strange, weird, just like not really sure what's going on with any of this stuff. And this was intentionally created to be confusing, right? You get AZ, 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 nine plus nine, seven, three, plus the reverse of those, those, uh, the phrase there. Now, something I found out you can do, and I'm, I'm late to the party on this. You can always right click on anything and you can view the source. Right. And it shows you where all the links are. So there was people that were getting hypnotized by this website, trying to find where all these links are. It's simple, though. You can just oh, wow. you can just click on uh, you can right click and you can find where your links are. Right. So mm -hmm. this is all code for the site. But let's just click on like this link and see where it takes us. Right. So it takes us back to the home page. Um, we'll do this again. Oh, I'm going to go a little higher here. My mistake. View page source. Um, see what this one takes us to. It's or like control U, it said will populate it. Control U. Mm hmm. Where's this? Um, when you right click and you go to um a shows or view source, oh, it okay. says I'll control you. Control. So you could just do that too, and hopefully it would pop up for you. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's one thing that you can get into with this, but we'll go through some of these and just kind of look at some of the, the images and there's just the weird, weirdest stuff on here. Some artwork, um, all of this stuff. Again, this is a cult essentially that made this site and it's all focusing on their version of what they think God is. This is from Bhagavad Gita, many lives, uh, Arjuna, you and I have lived. I remember them all, but thou does not. Um, so a lot of cryptic stuff here. You might say, yeah, there's nothing too crazy about this. It's just some crazy person that made a bunch of shit. But I'll pull up here a link that shows a little bit of dialogue between a member and somebody that was trying to figure out what was going on here. Because um, this is definitely dark. And here it is. There's that. I'm usually not the one that's hosting these things. So I'm like just horrible at talking. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. So 
So, you know, this is someone saying, you know, I'm new because there's a forum. If you figure out how to get to the forum, you can get into this whole thing of talking with these weirdos that run this site. I'm new. Can anyone explain this site? Uh, This is by Toasty Man, right? Now, you get this guy that answers it later, and he says essentially here, to address your original question, the name of the site, we'll just call it 973, is a knowledge collection exchange and uh, transference site designed to promote learning, which will lead visitors onto alternative positive thought paths that in turn will motivate them to become part of a universal mind and an amalgamation of enlightened intellectual resource uh, that will hopefully help change the world in which we live into a better place on every level for all inhabitants of planet Earth. I'm not going to read this whole thing. We can screenshot it or we can share the link in Patreon or whatever. But this is a this is a new age transhumanist site from what I gathered from just that right there. I don't know if this is the admin of the site or what it is, but just wild that like mm-hmm. all these different numbers, all these different things adding to nine, uh, you know, gets you to this spot where, you know, it's about a hive mind, a universal mind and and the number nine for whatever reason. Yeah, that's really interesting. Isn't it weird? I mean, it's kind of like a blog of this guy's thoughts on on spirituality. Essentially, but it's more than just one person. There's absolutely several people that are involved in this. I mean, this is the forum index. You just get really creepy, weird images. Um, I don't know if you've heard of like the solar plexus clown glider idea where, you know, certain images can be haunted and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that one um, is unsettling to me. Right. Right. So I don't know. So, uh, you know, to get much further into this, you would have to, you know, create a username and password, which I have not done. Uh, If anyone out there wants to do it, go feel free to. But there is a ton of numerological stuff in here that you can find just by kind of um, view the page source on this one here, too, and just see what we can find, because there's quite a few links. Okay, that was a broken link, it looks like. But you get the idea here. Just a weird, weird ass creepy site. This is a search. Um, so yeah, it just kind of takes us to a search spot, but some weird people out there that got a lot of time on their hands. And when this website came up, uh, like I said, people were missing work. People were, uh, you know, calling out just to try and find out what the real meaning of this site was. And, um, yeah, it basically, the the whole thing adds up to three, six, nine, basically in, in their opinions being God for whatever reason. I don't understand it. Tesla did supposedly, but Weird shit, right? Wow. Yeah. Kind of creepy. It kind of surprises me how easy it is to affect someone's mind. Like this guy just posted this website up and it's got people so obsessed with it. And they like, let's be real, Ryan. Like they don't know what the fuck it's talking about. Like they're, they're trying to figure it out. Like it's the Da Vinci code or some shit like that. Like, there's probably some um, pretentious asshole who is responsible for the creation of the site. Like, right. I don't know. Like, what well, what did you think about it? Like, if you stumbled upon that website, what would your first initial thought be? Let me call into work and figure out this Fibonacci code. 
No, not at all. But that's the thing is like, you know, everybody's different. You know, there's lots of different people that are more susceptible to propaganda and more gullible for whatever reason to certain things. You know, we had a conversation earlier about, you know, private things. And, mm-hmm. and there's certain people that are very susceptible to certain things. Now, would I do this? Would I get sucked into it and miss fucking making money for this? Absolutely not. But I'm also not an, a spiritual person. I could see a spiritual person just getting obsessed with this stuff. Um, especially when you have people that are high up in the site, supposedly telling you that this is a glimpse into God, right? This is what their words are. There's mm-hmm. people that go crazy trying to figure out what God is. You know what I mean? And it's like, what a fucking waste of time that is because you're never going to find it out for sure. Um, mm-hmm. you, you essentially just have to believe in what you believe in. So I don't know. I wouldn't do it. And, and, you know, a lot of these things, there's multiple schools of thought on all these things. Is this a hoax? Is this something legit? Do I think George Soros or something funded this site? No, I don't think so. But I don't got any proof saying that he didn't. You know what I mean? Like that's, they would have had way better graphics. You'd think so. You'd think so. <laughs> it, it's wild. Like this is kind of what a lot of this stuff is. And it's just like, you know, it, it leaves a lot of room for interpretation there. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, so the next one that I have. I don't know. I feel like I kind of went, I went like real weird and, and dark with, not that that wasn't dark, but I, I kind of went like, um, true crime style on mine. And there was one called Mrs. Sleepy People. Okay. And it was a YouTuber who goes to women sleeping and like opens their eyes and just films them. Mrs. Sleepy People? Uh huh. MRS, right? M R S L E E P Y P E O P L E. Okay, dot com. Mm-hmm. Check this out here. One thing that I did want to point out uh is that there was this that I completely missed from that site. I don't know if you've heard this uh phrase I am that I am. That's basically like a, a, a satanic phrase. And- oh, really? Because the Bible says that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird, like, yeah, you're not supposed to really say that. It means that you're kind of like the Alpha and Omega, if I'm understanding it right. That's mm-hmm. why you also have your AZ over and over again, Alpha, Omega. Um, but, yeah, this this is one of the many things that they say adds up to nine through their, you know, I thought shit. You know, again, I'm not going to sit here and break the whole damn thing down, but it is uh, it is what it says there. Now, this is not pulling up. That's Take one I- S out. Oh, it's only, it's Mr. Sleepy People? Oh, sorry, sorry. Did I say, uh, sorry, I'm just reading it from my notes. It's M-R-S-L-E-E-P-Y-P-E-O-P-L-E. Oh, so people's not even spelled correctly. P-E-O-P-L-E. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's still not popping up. I don't know. It came up on, let me see. Maybe just try Google. Okay. Let's say banger. Yeah, yeah. Some of this stuff is uh is hard to find. It seems like, huh? All right, Google. So, Mister Sleepy, Mrs. Sleepy People. My mistake. Miss is sleepy, and you said that this films people sleeping or takes pictures of them sleeping. Yeah, it says. Okay, it looks like it's trying to pop up a YouTube on this one. Let me see. Yeah, there's a Reddit for it, too. And it says the Miss 
Dr. Sleepy People rabbit hole, but they, they're not, they're trying not to show mm. the actual, oh, oh yeah, we'll see that in this YouTube video, it's like a dude reacting to the videos, like okay. from that guy's channel, but it's not for some reason wanting to, but like he'll go up to people sleeping and crack their eyes open okay. and like just film inside of their eye. And that's a whole just website dedicated to that shit, huh? Yeah, it kind of makes me think, you know how they say when you're sleeping, you leave your body or right, right. Um, something that's of that right. effect. But like to to open the eyes of someone sleeping and like to look inside their eyes, there's there's this whole kind of like fetish thing around it. Yeah, there's uh when you pull it up, there's a lot of different like uh they say like it's one of YouTube's darkest cults. Um, some of this stuff. There's other things like that are related of like kidnappings and stuff like that. Um that's kind of what I found. And then there was some like reaction videos. Um for some reason gonna... it's really creepy. I don't know why. Just the thought of it is kind of creepy. But well, you gotta think too, like if you're sleeping and someone comes and like pries your eyes open, you're gonna wake up. Like those those people might be like under some kind of like down drugs. Yeah, or, yeah. like yeah. just to knock them out so that they can do that. Cause yeah, this there's this dude, Nick Crowley, that gets into a lot of this stuff. And I don't know who he is, but uh he talks about a lot of this stuff. Like if you look into like dark internet shit, he pops up over and over again. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think he's a younger kid, but you know, talks about a lot of this goofy, goofy stuff. And uh, yeah, you got to kind of made movie. me think of eyes wide shut, just the, the phrase, but also clockwork orange, you know, because they're prying the eyes open. And, right. Right. Um, yeah. It was, it was weird. Um yeah. There was I'll go for it. Subculture.com. Subculture. Let's see. It has a shit ton of fucking pop-ups and like kind of like gore. It's all there though. Like it's just like a bunch of fucking crazy shit pops up. Like gore porn? Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, but like I hate using that phrase because whoever is getting off on that is just like look, 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 see, extreme anime, all teen disorder. Okay, let's click on Mr. Tamale because this is one of the only ones that I can actually click on. Oh, so it's like old, yeah, these videos, like those kinds of videos with that kind of animation, always are uh, a little weird to me. I don't even know what you would call that kind of uh kind of animation but you got like extra keywords in here no johnny um jim pond See, it's not sh- even showing me what it's showing you oh you're not seeing this it looks like a blank screen to me wow that's weird maybe we're not supposed to see it oh you know why because it popped up into a separate pop-up okay so you're just seeing the gray screen there y- yeah okay well here we'll do this and you'll be able to see this now, hopefully. Uh, boom, there it is. See, oh, that's the wrong one. Jeez. You can <laughs> tell that I don't do this too often. All right, this one. So this is yeah, just okay. here. 
Andy eats a hamburger. I mean, see, like, what is the fucking point of all this stuff? Why? I know a lot of people have like, you know, oh, that's the guy. That's that's Marshall Applewhite from the Heaven's Gate cult. Like, yeah. that's not too awfully. I mean, you can get that stuff on YouTube. Yeah, they still have a YouTube channel, I believe, too. They do the surviving members. Yeah, I mean, you but know, I guess so. Of- like. This was subculture.com was one of the sites that hosted three guys, one hammer. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. Well, I mean, I somewhat know it. I never watched it, but like everybody I knew watched it. Did you watch it? I did not. I don't like that kind of stuff. From what I understand, it's like these dudes have to fight over a hammer and kill. It's the last person standing, right? Yeah, some something to that effect. It was, it was like, uh, I'm telling you, for whatever reason, because this was also a site that hosted a video of some guy killing himself. So people are just fetishizing death, right. like a death cult. These are like death cult sites, like Cannibal Cafe, which is now a site that's been taken down. Right. I, I actually did a quick little uh, intro to that to that whole thing on uh, like a Monday Night Master Debaters intro or something. Did you? Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like, there's that. There's another one that it talk it shows a menu, and they have like placenta lasagna that they serve, and they oh have my god, all kinds of disgusting things that they serve on this menu, and it's still up. The site's still up. It's Cannibal something. Um, but you mentioned was that- it Cannibal Cafe? No, it wasn't Cannibal Cafe. That was a separate thing where this dude met up with another dude. Like the whole big story with that was that there was a uh, a guy that wanted to be eaten by somebody. Oh, he, remember that or no? He wanted to be no. eaten. So another guy obliged him and was like, "Well, let's hang out. We'll have dinner, and then I'll kill you and eat you." Mm. It was like a real fucking thing. People are weird, man. Six bucks. Yeah, I don't understand. Like. uh you know, I think I have weird thoughts sometimes. I've never gone down that. <laughs> that's that's a whole that gives a whole new meaning to like eating someone's ass, you know? Right. right. It sure does. So, I mean, yeah, it just is uh, a hell of a way to, I guess, connect with somebody if that's the way that they see it. But you mentioned something really interesting there when you said that it's a death cult. People are fetishizing death. What do you think about like murder mystery shows and shit like this and like podcasts that are out there that are fetishizing the concept of like, you know, cold cases and all these different things like that? You know, like the whole stereotype of white girls love murder mysteries, right? Well, that is a beautiful question. And I'm so glad you asked that so I can provide some clarification on that. What are you running for right now? That's a politician answer right there. (laughs) I'm so glad you asked the question. You know what I mean? That's like how you have a fucking debate. I just, I've been asked that so many times, Ryan, that I'm like getting disillusioned with answering it because I'm like, does it even matter? But no, so let <laughs> I think me tell sure you. It does, but yeah, let's, let's get some clarity here. Uh, I think that the stereotype of white women loving true crime stories is because not even necessarily white women, but all women right. are just super emotional and they love things that provoke emotions within them. And there is, it's been scientifically proven that there is nothing more intimate than killing another human being. Sure. So when they're watching that, 
your mind can't distinguish something you're watching on a screen from something that's actually happening to you. So when they watch true crime documentaries or Ted Bundy, uh, like with Zac Efron on Netflix and it's, they, they're like, oh, you know, Zac Efron and Ted Bundy was a good looking guy and look what he did. And they're, it's provoking some type of emotion in them. It's stimulating them. And anytime that you watch, you get stimulated over and over and over again, and you kind of get like a serotonin release in your brain, you can become addicted to something. Sure. So every time they watch a serial killer documentary, they get off a little bit, whether they want to or not. It's got nothing to do with the like senseless crimes or, or murdering someone, but without them being aware, they're getting a jolly out of watching true crime shows right? or listening to true crime podcasts. Definitely. No, I've said many times on the show and on other shows that your the same chemicals in your brain get released when you're being in an abusive relationship, like if you and your partner are yelling at each other and you're fighting and you're saying the worst things to each other, the same chemicals are getting released in your head versus if you guys are having like crazy good sex or something like Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. And obviously your conscious brain knows it, but your subconscious doesn't distinguish a difference. That's also why to really dumb it down. Why if you hit a dog when they do something bad, right? They will continue doing that bad thing because they're getting attention from you. They don't understand that, you know, if you can ignore them when they do something bad, when a dog jumps up, you're supposed to turn your back. I don't know if you've ever seen dog whisper, but that's what he tells you. (laughs) You're just supposed to ignore them. And if you can do that, then they're like, well, shit, I'm fucking up here. I need to do what gets a reaction out of my owner. Doesn't the dog doesn't know a good reaction versus a bad reaction. And we like to think that we're so much more ahead of dogs, but we're not. We just our our brains evolved a little differently than dogs do. Um, it's a primal instinct. Right. And if you actually think about how desensitized most Americans are, especially like American women who maybe are on antidepressants or something that's already calcifying their brain, they rarely get a boost. They're constantly in a fight or flight mode from drinking coffee or they're working nine to five and then doing kids stuff or cooking dinner and the one time in the day that they get a little (laughs) that was a ghost (laughs) it's my dog he always this is the second time that he's knocked it over so i'm gonna stop like putting it over there but (laughs) that's the one time in the day that they actually feel like something other than like discontentment. So I think that's why people get like so addicted to it. (laughs) That's so funny. We mentioned the dogs and then the dog just comes in and does that. Did did you see him? Yeah. Do you see like, we can edit this part out, but look at the guilty party right here. I mean, he's like, he totally, he's looking at it. Like he totally knows like what he just did. (laughs) He's like, yeah, you're supposed to be feeding me right now. Not talking about some bullshit. Yeah, he let me put it back up really quick. Yeah, yeah, you're good. No, so I mean, it is funny, though, that that happens like that. But, you know, that's the thing with exactly what what you're saying with these ideas of us just not understanding the difference between what's good for us and what's bad for us. And I kind of think that that has something to do with um, the way that that humans are able to be like corralled into these really, really harmful agendas for us. Right. Like, 
you know, when we when we see these abusive people like Bill Gates and Soros, the World Economic Forum, it's they're telling us that like shit that we want to hear. And it's the same thing as being in a dysfunctional relationship. You know, like, I don't know. It's it's when when you're with somebody and for whatever reason. You can't get away from this person, even though they're doing horrible things to you, whether it's cheating, abuse, whatever. Um, I think that we suffer from that on a personal level and then also, you know, from a mass societal level, too. Like, it's it's very obvious. I completely agree with that. And actually. When you have like makeup sex or whatever, they tell you not to do that because you get this like gratification or reward thing that goes off in your brain. Like you can't have that feeling unless you fight. So then you fight just to have like the makeup sex or whatever. And that's really the end game of what you were going for. So there's something to that too, because it is usually really good, right? Yeah. I mean, and that's the great, it's so passionate. It's like, I fucking hate you, but I love you at the same time. Well, think about it it's like a drug, right? Like, you know, drinking booze, getting fucked up on booze. We know it's not good for us, but we do it. It feels good. So it's the mm-hmm. same thing. How many hangovers have we went through where, like, for me personally, I'd be like, God, if you get me through this one, I promise I'm never drinking again. Like those kind of hangovers. Yeah. And I fucking drink it up the next fucking week. So it's the same thing. There was a, I forget what comedian it was, but he said, imagine how, like the shit show that the world would be if there was no hangover from alcohol because we drink knowing that there's a hangover and if we could just get fucked up and we know that there's not going to be a consequence to pay the next day i mean the world would be on fire 24 7 you know and you probably have one of these friends ryan but it's like you always have this mixologist friend in your friend group that's like if you put a liquid iv in it your hangover will be way less the next day. And it's like, no, dude, I was still, I still had like splatty flatulence all fucking day. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for the great advice. They make um, the products now, even I, the, the only cure really, if people don't want to hear this. You got to drink the next day. That's the only <laughs> way to really cure a bad hangover and eat before you go to bed. It's the worst habit that you can have is drinking too much, but that's the way that you kind of fix that. Mm, I mean, yeah, I'm, and I don't want to go off on like a side tirade or anything, but I think that the answer to most questions is primal human instinct. Um, and some people have like this weird predator mentality about them sure. and they, they feel powerful or they feel, um, some type of pleasure from watching people suffer and like that's not like an easy thing to say but i do think that those people exist 100 percent. yeah no i don't think that's controversial to say either that's obvious well and that's why these sites exist because you could actually just be working with one of them and never know it like you could you could be in a relationship with someone like that and never know it because they're they're one way to you But then when they have free time, they're getting on these like black sites or whatever, and maybe they never act on it in real life, but that's what gets them off. And that's why some of these sites are so easily accessible. Like, why is it so easy to find two girls, one cup as it is to find three guys, one hammer? Right, right. Well, yeah. Interesting. Did you know that? I think both the girls that did two two girls one cup died of like dysentery. 
that's horrific. So it's like the same thing, you know what I mean? Like one's a one's essentially a snuff film, and then the other is uh, is a snuff film. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. So there's no difference. I, I, are you a hundred percent sure that that three guys one hammer is that? Because I I thought that it was a snuff film. Uh, three guys. It one said that it was hosted on subculture.com among many others. Okay, so let's. This is what it is. Three guys, one hammer is a viral shock video involving three young adults murdering a middle-aged man they held captive, captive by primarily bludgeoning his face with a hammer. The murderers, dubbed uh, the word that I can't even pronounce, maniacs, were three. Uh, oh wow, these people actually have names. Like this is a hundred percent real, um, and these people got arrested. Sounds like some German or, or no Russian probably. Um, oh god, I just clicked on a link to two girls, one cup. Oh shit, don't show the listeners. Uh well, yeah, I'm not screen sharing here, luckily, but yes, we <laughs> do not want to see that. Um yeah, their names again cannot pronounce them. Victor Sayenko, Igor Supranyuk, and Alexander Hansha killed 21 people in Ukraine. Ukraine is another reason why fuck Ukraine. Um <laughs> You know what I mean? It's wild. But uh, yeah, man, it's 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 a pun to the two girls, one cup. The the, the version that I thought it was was, was like better. you said, like battle to the death. That'd be way cooler. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably so. But I don't know. Um, yeah. So what was one of the other ones that you found? Because um there, there's one other one. Well, maybe I should just mention it now and just see what your thoughts are. Yeah. Um, do you remember the Momo challenge? Yes, but uh, brief the uh, listeners on that one more time. Yeah, Momo. So the Momo challenge was this animated photograph of a woman, but it was super, super creepy. Maybe you could show us, Ryan. Uh, bug-eyed looking grudge type of being and yeah. it, it was actually i did a little more research on that the photo itself of momo quote unquote was a stage prop for a japanese horror film and they used this photo to make several youtube videos but they called it the momo challenge and it would be essentially different types of challenges up to the severity of one killing themselves. And it was supposedly targeted towards children. But I think that more than just children were doing the Momo challenges. But all the videos, everything had to get taken down. Because I think there were a few people who actually killed themselves yep. for this Momo challenge. And then a lot of kids were having nightmares and shit too. I mean, it's freaky. Mm -hmm. Like, look at this chick, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's yeah, very, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think it kind of started off as it it was a stage prop or whatever. Maybe somebody took a picture of it and posted it and somebody found it so disturbingly creepy that they perverted the it into this weird, like, haunt your dreams and kill yourself challenge. That's like the solar plexus clown glider thing. I'll, I'll pull that up actually um, real quick because this is something that I talked about uh, with a couple buddies. Um, and it's, it's fucking weird. It, the, the images are very scary of this thing. 
just pull up some images. These are the haunted images and things like this. Like this is one supposedly right here. And it definitely looks like, I mean, that's scary. You know what I mean? If you oh, see like a lizard head, person for real or something, right? I mean, it's just definitely not something that, uh, that like a child should see. That's the main one. There's a couple other ones, but this is kind of the one that, uh, that a lot of people saw and it refers to your, your chakra system and stuff. Mm. So. Good stuff right there. But uh yeah, <laughs> let me let me uh this next one actually I don't have a site for it because it's not a website, but this is have you heard of the dream surveys that are out there? Brief me. <laughs> so there was one uh the the whole you know like umbrella of these, it's called the Happy Valley Dream Survey. But there was this thing in 2015, there was the Willamette Valley in Oregon, and this was a Willamette Valley dream survey, basically like super simple posters, kind of seems like almost like an ARG, um, people that don't know what that is. It's essentially like a game that you play online and in real life, kind of like Cicada 3301. Um, there's several other ones. There's documentaries on like Netflix about ARGs because there were there was kind of a phenomenon for a little while of a lot of these things going on. And there was just simple posters throughout the street throughout Oregon that were saying, have you been having strange dreams? Now this was back in 2015 and it gave this number that you could call. I saw the number. I'm not giving it out here, obviously, um, but you know, there's numbers that you could call um, to report your dreams. And when you call the, the number, it's like a, basic recording just saying tell us about your dream and we'll analyze it and that's essentially it you don't really get anything out of it it's almost like a like a way to vent about what your creepy dream was right but this this kind of went on for a little while this first one in Oregon was traced back to a German language immersion program and for whatever reason they had decommit they had access to this decommissioned phone number where they played this recording, and for whatever reason, this German company was trying to get access to people's dreams, right? Now, this is a much deeper thing than I think a lot of people think it is. I think that that's one of the, our dreams are one of the only things that the New World Order, the technocrats, or the, the transhumanists, or whatever, that's one thing that they can never really get access to. They can get access to shit that you say, if you talk about your dreams with like your spouse or your friends or whatever, they can hear that through your, your recorded devices that you have all around your house. Right. But stuff that's in your head, your thoughts, your dreams, things like this, they can't get to it. So it seems like one of the most sacred things that we could have, right. Other than like our religious beliefs and shit like that. But this kind of went away for a little while and pops up during COVID during April of 2020 in Utah, in this Happy Valley region of Utah, and um, it's called the Happy Valley Dream Survey. It was a different phone number, same kind of thing, uh, but there was one main difference between this and the and the uh, Oregon one, where you were reporting your dream, talking about it to essentially silence. This one, it sounded like there was people listening. People would report that like they'd be talking about their dream, and then they'd hear someone kind of laugh. Or they'd hear someone talking and then they'd say, are is there, am I actually talking to somebody? And they'd just be, you know, responded with silence. Mm. Um, so super weird, but there's some theories that this has something to do with like some kind of alien shit or something like there, it, it's not a hundred percent clear what it's all about. Um, 
the main conclusion is that uh, I actually have something here on this. It was a cult that believed that uh, that the war was going to end on September 5th, 2020. And they were kind of getting at the idea that a lot of people were having apocalyptic dreams and they wanted to prove this. And people were calling and talking about all kinds of random dreams. You know what I mean? Like I was riding a fucking unicorn and, you know, all <laughs> bullshit dreams. And they were trying to gather data based on the apocalypse. I don't know if you heard the idea of like, um, like mass consciousness, like future telling essentially where before nine 11, like months before nine 11, there was a spike in depression and all this kind of stuff. And they were trying to get that out of these people that were dreaming. But for some reason, they're only focusing on Utah. Well, there goes that first hour for free. And again, thanks to Julia. What a fun episode this was. And uh, wild, wild shit in the Patreon. Like I said, it's uh, it starts off dark and then uh, ends on somewhat of a high note. So if you feel like it, head over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. You can check that out. There's almost, I think, 200, maybe even more at this point of full versions over there for only $3. Guys, video for this is available under the $5 tier as well. So thanks so much for your support. Hope to see you over there and take care.